Gracious God, may the words of, our, of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O oh God, our rock and our redeemer, we pray. Amen. And amen. We, uh, we because it's a team effort around here, uh, J- Joyce Payne, a month ago, Connor Henderson, a week ago, and myself, interspersed, have been preaching and reading and, and really pr- prayerfully moving through the, uh, the, the, the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Philippi. And uh, we're making a lot of progress. This, uh, we're, we're now six weeks in. Today's the seventh week of it. And we've made it out of chapter two. Can I get an amen to, to big time progress? Right? Yeah. That's, that's where we are. We're, uh, we're at the beginning of Philippians chapter 3. I invite you to, to take the Bibles that you brought with you because you all bring your Bibles because you try to make me happy. Speaking of, um, if you haven't signed up to have your portrait made in a week and a half, then you're not making me happy. So I know that we, uh, uh, we've been talking about it, but um, please do. Taylor, you're going to be out there. You've got a laptop. If they would just walk up to you, you would say, name, day, done, and, um, and they'll be included because, because the directory is important. Could you imagine the elbow ever walking up to the knee and saying, I know I've seen you a lot, but tell me your name again, you know, <laughs> you know, or, or, or worse. Could you ever imagine like the shoulder looking down at the wrist and saying, I have seen them over and over again, but I'm not going to talk to them because I'm supposed to know their name at this point. But you know, we all do that. So we need, anyway, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Okay. I'm going to get back to preaching. We, uh, we pick up in Paul's letter, uh, chapter 3, and uh, turn in your Bibles, follow along on the screens. This is his word for the people. So then, my brothers and sisters, be glad in the Lord. It's no trouble for me to repeat the same things to you because they will help keep you on track. Watch out for the dogs. Watch out for people who do evil things. Watch out for those who insist on circumcision, which is really mutilation. We are the circumcision. We are the ones who serve by God's Spirit and who boast in Christ Jesus. We don't put our confidence in rituals performed on the body. This this is Paul. I, I love the fact that he opens with not an apology, but a statement of fact. I repeat myself sometimes, right? I repeat myself, but I repeat it for a good reason because me repeating what I've told you before can keep you on track. He says that. And then he gets down to the nitty-gritty, which, which, which certainly, when you begin to read the letter in its fullness, is a part of the reason that he's writing. He writes to say that there are those among you who are teaching you something different than I taught you. And let me unpack that for just one second. There, uh, we believe based on what he has said about those, we believe about, about, based on what he has said about this group, that there was a group of people, we don't know how many, if it was three or two, that there was, or, you know, or, or, or 17, there was a group of people in this church, they actually sound a lot like uh, a group of people that was in the church in Galatia, because he refers to some similar things there, but there was a group of people in this church that, that were probably first pagans that had converted to Judaism they were they were they were they were they were they were Jews and they observed Jewish law and they have since 
in this third part of their life, they have since accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, which is to be celebrated, but Paul's not celebrating it because they've not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They've accepted Jesus Christ as their plus one. What he says is, beware of the dogs, beware of those who are teaching Jesus plus something else. They're, they're saying, they're saying these, these, these that he's speaking about, that, that their message is not the same as his. They're both preaching Christ, but he's preaching Christ, period. And they're referring to Christ plus like rituals or, 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 or traditions or, you know, or, or, or religion. Now, here's the thing. In the world of mathematics, this is a fact. This is a fact. In the world of mathematics, if you take a positive thing and another positive thing and you add them together, you get more of a positive thing. Are we with me, right? Can I get a little support for that? Okay, we good so far, right? But Paul's message to the church is that that might work for math and most of the world. But when it comes to salvation, Jesus plus anything else doesn't just reduce it, it obliterates it. It breaks it. It doesn't work that way. And yet his next words are peculiar because he has preached that they're not to, they're not to add something to Jesus, that they're not to boast in, in their own past story. And well, pick with me verse 4. He says, though I have good reason to have this kind of confidence. See, if if anyone else has reason to put their confidence in physical advantages, I have even more. Now, he wouldn't have been standing in front of the church himself when he was offering these words. They would have been written. But could you imagine the kind of the little swagger? Okay, all right, stop. But that's what he says. And then he lists, you ready? One through six. I was circumcised on the eighth day. This is, this, is, this is him stating that he was raised ritually right. I'm from the people of Israel and the tribe of Benjamin. This is him saying that my blood is pure. I am a Hebrew of the Hebrews. I've read that scholars believe that this is him saying that he was raised in a home where the, where the language of God was spoken. That they, were, they only spoke in Hebrew in his home growing up. With respect to observing the law, I'm a Pharisee. This is Paul making it clear. Look, of all of the groups that are observing, of all of the, uh, of all the extra credit hours, I'm in the best of the groups. I'm a Pharisee. With respect to devotion to the faith, I harassed the church. Now, now this seems backwards, but remember, he's, he's referring to his days as a Jew, and they saw the church as a threat to, 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 to what they believed. So he's, he's, he's bragging. And then finally, it needs no explanation. With respect to righteousness under the law, I'm blameless. And, and then it says this, halfway through verse 7, these Things were my assets. And and, and if we were to to pause right here and track with this letter, 
At this point, the preacher would, uh, would sort of, uh, well, I, I don't know how to put it. At this point, it's kind of teed up for me to tell you how great I am. Because <laughs> Paul's done that. I mean, he's talking about the stuff he excels in. He's talking about his highs. He's talking about what he's great at. But the the thing is, there's another part of my story. There's some things that I'm not great at. And I could tell you about them, but... But why let me tell you about them when I could call on an expert witness in the stuff I'm not great at? Someone who, well, I'm not going to say any more. I've asked my wife (laughs) to just say maybe one or two things that I'm not great at. Okay, first of all, there's a lot more than one or two. Um, good morning. Um, when, when Scott first said, I want you to, or I would like for you to, to speak with me on Sunday, and I said, oh, I don't think that I could do that. And then he told me what he wanted me to say. I said, you know what? I think I can do that. <laughs> um, so, so these are just, these are three or four things that um, sort of drive me a little crazy. Um, and some you you might recognize. Um, the first one um, sort of has to do with um, what he wears. Um, <laughs> for some reason, after being married 17 years, he doesn't realize that we own an iron and a steamer. So he has multiple ways to, to iron his clothes. And in all fairness, in the morning, during the school year, I'm gone before he gets up and gets dressed. And then on Sundays, he's gone before I even realize he's gone. But he has this ability to take, like, a new shirt out of the bag that he bought it in and just put it on. You know, wad it up in the bag, put it on. Or a dress shirt that's folded and pinned, he will open the package and just wear it. And doesn't seem to realize that those giant creases. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay apparently in public. And that cardboard, you know, under the collar and all that, that, that's really not supposed to be there. But um, so we do have an iron or a steamer. Um, Number two, his version of time is really not like everyone else's version of time. I'm not sure at Georgia Tech if they taught time telling, but um, when he says, I'm going to be home in five minutes, that really means 25 minutes. Or if we are in the car, as we have been, ready to go somewhere, and he remembers I need to go to the church to get something, I know we just need to get out of the car and go back in and sit down because it's going to be a little while. So time-telling is, is something he doesn't do well. Um, now, th- this one I think you will recognize. He cannot tell a short story. <laughs> that one doesn't really need a whole lot of description. Um, 
And the last one um, is interesting. He, I think, is the worst, the world's worst, at ordering food in a drive through window. Um, now, let me clarify that and say, of course, every night I make healthy gourmet meals, and we don't really take our kids through the drive through but no, that's not true. We do go to the drive through um, and, and our kids are 16 and 12, so they're not new kids. You know, we, we didn't just get them. They eat the same thing. They, they've always eaten the same thing. They don't ever want anything different, but he still can't remember what it is they want, so we pull up you know, he doesn't ask them when we're waiting in line behind the 40 cars at Chick-fil-A. Um, he waits till we get there to say, what do you want? And then he either has these long pauses in between items, so the woman on the other end thinks that we're done ordering. Or he has to go backwards, or he gets them so confused that by the time we get to the window, I feel like we have to tip them because it's so confusing. And how we ever get the right food is, is beyond me. Um, so those are just a few things of the things he doesn't do well. Um, if you would like the rest of the list, um, we live right there. So feel free to come over anytime, and, um, That's and enough. That's we'll, enough. we'll have a chat. That's enough. That's enough. Yes. I'm going to turn this off, Matt, so it's never used again. I have one word for that, all of it, sad, <coughs> sad, and yet, uh, and yet really it's, and I've never put, I've never walked out of the house with the cardboard and the collar, you, you're lying to these people, that never happened, but the creases do let, I mean it's, you know, anyway, let people know it's new. I mean, the, the thing is, we all need, we all need someone in our life that balances out the highs and the lows. We, we all need someone in our life to say, yeah, you had a good day, but the other day wasn't so good. And the reverse, well, you've had a bad day, but the other day was awesome. Because, because, because the person in our life, that, that uh, parent, sibling, spouse, lifelong friend, that, that person balances out the high and the low and keeps us in the center. Which is, which is, where, which is where Paul goes next in this letter. You know, he, he says of this, this pedigree list. He says, these were my assets. Verse 7. But I wrote them off as a loss for the sake of Christ. But even beyond that, I consider everything a loss in comparison with the superior value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I have lost everything for him. But what I lost, I think of as sewer trash, which is actually a reference to him like referring to it like flushing it down the toilet. So that I might gain Christ and be found in him. 
In Christ I have a righteousness that is not my own and that does not come from the law, but rather from the faithfulness of Christ. It is the righteousness of God that is based on faith. The righteousness that I have comes from knowing Christ, the power of His resurrection, and the participation in His sufferings. It includes being conformed to His death so I may perhaps reach the goal of the resurrection of the dead. It's not that I have already reached this goal or have already been perfected, but I pursue it so that I may grab hold of it because Christ grabbed hold of me for just this purpose. Brothers and sisters, I myself don't think I've reached it. But I do this one thing. I forget about the things behind me and reach out for the things ahead of me. The goal I pursue is the prize of God's upward call in Christ Jesus. So all of us who are spiritually mature should think this way. And if anyone thinks differently, God will reveal it to him or her. Only, let's live in a way that is consistent with whatever level we have reached. This is the word of God for we the people of God and we say together thanks be to God Paul lists out the things that he would boast of and then literally then literally counts them all as not just zero but less than zero he disparages them see all of us have a tendency to accentuate the highs. We're, we're good at that list. E- even if we don't walk around talking about it, we love it when other people do. And, and everybody works extra hard at, at trying to cover up and step in front of and hide the lows. And the things that we don't excel at. So that other people won't find us out. Paul says both of them. Here and here. In the end. Are zero. We we are not saved by what we've accomplished. And we're not defined by by what we've stumbled through and messed up. In, In the end, these things go away. But in the present, because Paul's still talking about them, but in the present, God uses them for good. I mean, this is, this is the crazy economy of God. I mean, I call it crazy because, because it's, it's not like what we learned in school. It, it doesn't make sense. It's not, certainly not what we see on television. It's really, in many ways, not even, not even what we've been taught but, you know, at home or in other places. The crazy economy of God is that the good and the bad equal up to zero in the end, but in the present, they can be used for good if we're not the one using them. Does that make sense? Our our accomplishments and our failures can be used for good by God. 
I mean, a list like that, a list like that keeps somebody humble. God uses the highs and the lows to humble us, to teach us. But we're in this together. It's not just about us. He uses highs and lows to inspire others, to teach others, to help others. That's why That's why to be a saint, to be a saint in in, in classical Christianity, to be a saint in, 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 in the very best ways is to be connected to others. Because we're not in this alone. God uses the highs and the lows for others. I think the message for the church is that is that Jesus plus whatever is not correct. That our salvation's equation is Christ alone. That, that, that the goal that we pursue is Jesus. And, 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 and where we're going to go next week is really, when he goes forward, we end up looking back at all that he's just said in these last verses. And we unpack what it means when Paul says, Christ, period. So, so I ask these three questions of the church. I ask these, que- these three questions of you. Who, who's in your life to balance you out? Who, who's your person to keep you centered? And then two, And this is a question, but it's more of a, a point of confession. What, what have you tried to add to Jesus in your equation of salvation? What, what, what behavior, what religion, what tradition, what what doctrine, what right belief, what have you tried to add and say, well, yeah, I mean, it's Jesus, but I've got to do these things too. And then three, will you allow the Spirit of God to grow your trust in Christ alone? Let's pray.
Gracious God, we are convicted of bad mathematics. We regularly believe in Jesus and trust in other things. We are convicted by Paul's word. We have said things that others should be warned about. And we have, we have done things that don't point back to you and faithfulness. Lord, forgive us Grow us. We pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.